You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. What's going on, Tony? Welcome back. Oh, hey, how's everybody doing out there in the land of the future when this thing goes online next week? I'm sorry that I was playing with the mic too much last time. Man, really quite a lot. Apologies to everybody who listened to the last episode and just heard Tony fidgeting with the microphone literally the entire time. Literally the entire time. Dude, you know what? One Something that I've noticed from doing podcasting is... Uh, I never understood really why you needed headphones. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's like... A good, it's a good thing to have. Yeah, to like hear when something fucks up or like if it stops recording or if something's too loud or, mm-hmm. it, you know, basically just having the... the, the knowing what it's going to sound like in the final product online. We'll, get, we'll get headphones one day. Like for all we know, yeah. We'll get one day when we're not recording onto my phone. Your broken iPhone. <laughs> yeah, onto this broken-ass iPhone. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll be back in the studio soon. Yeah, we will be back in the studio soon. Once Nug Nation finishes their construction project, which is super exciting. Um, yeah, we're back at Tony's house again this week because Nug Nation Studios is still under construction. But, dude, they're going to have the coolest interview room like they're gonna have a big round table with I, I like it the here. mics the mics that lower down and stuff yeah oh no no yeah, I, I feel very I, yeah, comfortable I'm very comfortable here I'm very comfortable in your home at your little at your little home bar you've got your dr pepper mm-hmm. we've got our hitter box we've got got your you and Laura's wedding planner book <laughs> out here from when you guys got married you were you guys just got getting mom's this cookbook out here too oh and 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 mama mama Wilburn's Cuban cooking book, mm-hmm. Cuban cookbook. See, that's there's a cool. picture of her when she was a little kid that she like dagopaged or something. That's a picture of your mom. Yeah. Oh my god, that is your mom when she's a little kid. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Maritza. I know you're listening. Yep. Love you. Miss you. Love you. Uh, man, it was awesome having your parents out here. I know yeah. we already talked about that, but it was so cool having your parents out. It'll here. happen again. Yeah, it'll happen again. It's got to happen again. So what'd you do this weekend? You played the ASO show. I had two ASO gigs this weekend, and they were great, man. Like, um, getting up on uh, getting up on stage at El Chapultepec and um, and getting in front of that just crazy Lodo crowd. Because here's the thing: is it's not like. It's not like playing some scene bar down on South Broadway or over on Colfax. You know, you're just, it's more like playing on like Bourbon Street or something where you're just playing, playing for the playing, the... playing the pack. Yeah, yeah. Playing the El Chipotle pack is like just playing some bar on like, I don't know, Beale Street or or. I think it's got Bourbon the best Street. music, best consistent uh, high quality music oh, in Denver. Oh, he- easily. Because it's always professional musicians that always. play there. And it's only that like... Like I said, Buddy Holly played there. Howlin' Wolf played there. I've only you know? I've only seen one guy there, and not that he's really bad, but I just couldn't believe that he was playing there. I'm not going to say any names, but was his name me? No, his name was not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
No, dude, they're just they're really Heron Owl. The, the the people who run the play, <laughs> the people who run the plays are super cool, and it's it's just such an honor to play in there. And it sounds like garbage, and it's way too crowded, and it's super hot, and you really don't get paid anything. But it's just such a neat place, and to be like, it is a built in crowd. Because yeah. Friday, Saturday night, especially because the Rockies won on Saturday night. The Rockies, oh, the so Rockies, had the baseball beat, crowd too, right? So the Rockies beat the A's on Saturday night. So Lodo was just insane. Yeah, and I Lodo and UMS, Lo, yeah, and UM and UMS was that weekend. So like people, a lot of people were out Friday and Saturday night, and El Chapultepec is just. Any Friday and Saturday night is just full of wasted people. I, I also saw the pictures of you with uh, Jerry and and uh, some of the guys from Fudge playing. Yeah, on Saturday night, um, because White Fudge did uh, an old school set with just um, Jerry, Fatty, and B-Rad um, down at UMS on the, on the sesh stage. And I asked Jerry about it, and he said it was really fun, but he said right before them, was this insanely good, uh, like eight piece fucking horn band, like, <laughs> like, like soul and, and funk band. And, uh, like just, a, a, it was a brass band. It was like, God, I can't remember what they were called. The something eight brass band. They played, they played the sesh stage on, um, on UMS on that Saturday and they had a packed lot and everybody did you see it no but this is what jerry's telling me he's like he's like and everybody just loved them and and thought they were great and then their set ends and the lot just clears out (laughs) and then we went on and there was you know he was like we got some people in to see us but it was just kind of a rocky start and kind of awkward and eventually because white fudge is super fun and jerry is fucking hilarious and and great writer and and him and Fatty are super entertaining. They did bring a crowd in, but he was talking about just like the, having to follow a band like the band that they followed yeah. was <laughs> was a yeah, real kick I bet of the it's real daunting, yeah. But uh, but he did say that it was a super fun show. They had a they had a film crew there and and uh, made a lot of new fans, which is cool. I wish I could have seen it. I had, I had to work, but but yeah. So then. I got off work and went down to El Chapultepec, and Jerry and Fatty were already on stage, and with with, uh, with Chad, yeah, with Chad and the whole band. Oh wow! And they were like jamming, um, you know, they were just jamming some of their ska, uh, their songs, like they do a ska version of Caravan. Skongs. Skongs. S K A N G S. S K O N G S. Skongs. Dude, and Chad is totally one of those guys who. If he wants to make a song, a ska song, he just throws ska or skank in the title somewhere. Like, nice. Like we do Frankie Avalon's uh, it Can't Take My Eyes Off of You, and he calls it Can't Skank My Eyes Off of You. <laughs> or, uh, oh, what's the other one? We do... Uh, that's a good uh, one. We uh, don't stop believing by Journey. He calls it "Don't Skank Believing." Like <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. But he's totally he's totally one of those one of those dudes who just because like, I mean make it ska. Fuck it. Well, when when Chad talks about playing in a ska band, like he's an old school Scottalites fan. So like that's that's they Chad. rule. Yeah, they rule, and that's Chad's point of reference where that's concerned. So it's just a lot of ska and skank and stuff like that thrown in there. It's, it's really quite adorable. <laughs> I loved it. Chad, if you're listening to this, love you, buddy. Um, 
but yeah, no, it was a really fun show. I showed up and they were jamming a, um, a ska version of Caravan and Jerry and Fatty were just up there just spitting rhymes. And then I snuck in through the side door because I didn't want to wade through the crowd to get on stage. Yeah. So I snuck in underneath Dave and Mike, the horn players, and like just kind of popped up in the middle of the stage <laughs> and the crowd is already filled in and we just were passing the mic around and doing some of our rhymes and singing stuff and and uh it was it was super fun and it was super loose and raw and loud and crazy and uh met a lot of old ladies with wine breath and you know had <laughs> had a really good time but um jerry is also if, if you've ever seen jerry perform live when he gets really excited and he's got some drinks in him he I'm does so that y'all ready motherfuckers <laughs> y'all feeling this shit motherfuckers yeah and i'm talking through like Every <laughs> song, it was cool, man. I don't think I don't think El Chapultepec's ever seen anything like that before. <laughs> I don't think they've ever seen anything like Jerry Cass up in there. Jerry so, Cass played El Chapultepec. Jerry Cass and and Fat Body Martinez. All right. Who, by the way, oh, we made so many thinner jokes on stage. I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, for a guy we, or I was like. Fat body really ain't fat body anymore. He must have pissed off the wrong gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was so, super fun. Sounds good. Um, on Sunday, you and Laura did a Love Knife Material gig. Yeah, man, that was a lot of fun. Tell me about yeah, it. Yeah, we we sat we sat around. Uh, it's our acoustic thing that we do. So, you know, me and her to sit down and and play a bunch of uh, old blues, soul, classic rock cover songs. You know, mm. I, I guess not classic rock like you mostly hear on on the on the Looper. Uh, what do they have it out here? The Fox. The Fox, the yeah. Fox. One oh three five the Fox yeah. is our classic rock station. So it's it's uh it's it's one oh three five. It, it would the be, it would be like the deep cuts. Oh all right, the deep cuts coming on the Fox. It's another Fox C D side Fridays or whatever it is. <laughs> Welcome like to that. another Fox C D sides. I'm the shark. But me, me and her do a bunch of like Ray Charles and Willie Nelson and Elmore James tunes and that's some cool, CZ Top and <laughs> and then do Patsy Klein and fucking a bunch of old country songs, you know. You had a good crowd too, didn't we you? We had a really good crowd, man. Fucking Logan, uh, Logan and Becky showed up. So did uh, Jenny, Jenny and Mellon. That's uh, cool. Joey and Tessa showed up. You know, it's not a bad way to spend a Sunday. Johnny, Johnny Got Rock showed up too. Cool, man. Yeah. And uh, next, we're doing that, you know, every Sunday for the next month. And uh, this next Sunday coming up, it's going to be Greg's birthday party. Cool, man. So we're going to have everybody just kind of jamming. And we're only supposed to do it for two hours, but I have a feeling it's going to be. A lot longer than that. That's what's that's what's fun about a jam, man. Is it's like it's like well, we have the time blocked out for for this time. Yeah, me and, and Laura like, like did our job like from three to five is what we're supposed to play. We like we started right at three, <laughs> took like the ten minute break and like actually came back early, and then played the rest till five. And then it was like, does anybody want to play? And everybody's like, ah, not after that last song. <laughs> how how many times have we done like an all night set where we're sitting there trying to get ready and we were like, how are we going to fill all this time? And then we end up like, I can tell you how I did it. I use a loop pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight well, up. well, but that's my point is like, it ends up being, it en- they end up running long no matter what. Yeah. Me and her had we have like this like master sheet of of songs that we can. How pull many off, songs you know? did you have on your sheet? Did you oh, go through I, everything? I, no, not even close. How many songs did you go I, through? Do you think? I'm not sure. We're not, you know it was it was real loose for us. She's like she asked, should we make a set list? I said we have a list right here. We just we just pick off the list. I th- I mean I think people kind of expect it to. 
it's all about pacing yourself. You know what I mean? Well, and like and between, drawing stuff out. In between every, it's not like playing a rock show, you know, where you're up there kind of filling time while people are tuning or anything. You you're know? kind of we, background noise in some ways. We thought we would be, but the whole crowd was just there for us. That's really great. Yeah, man. we we thought we thought we'd be playing over salads and 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 people talk about their Saturday night, you know. <laughs> but it was just everybody quiet, looking at us, watching the show. That's really cool. Yeah, it was really cool, and uh, I felt like we pulled it off pretty well. Well, you guys are really good. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you and yeah. Laura are really good. Laura, Laura's Laura's really good. I just I just fill out the rest of it. I saw I saw Joey posted a picture of and and a picture of you guys and expressed his admiration for Laura. She yeah. can dude, she can sing her she ass can. off, man. And and one of the coolest things about it is you know me and her are married. And yeah, we're doing what we love on stage. So the couples love it. The couples are like, hey, well, let's bet. go see that yeah, couple you know, that plays that together. It. I'll bet it was a lot of couples that were like, oh, let's go see that cute couple that makes music together. Fuck it. I'm totally fine with yeah, that. Yeah, dude. I'm Use happy. it. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's what's known as a USP. What's a USP? A USP is a unique selling proposition. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. It, 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 like, There's nothing romantic about that at all. No, I know. <laughs> I know. It's awful. It's an awful, awful thing to say about your relationship. You just deconstruct love with all these books. You've but, but hear me out. <laughs> but hear me out. Hear me out. Just, just like, let's be unromantic just for a minute. Go ahead. Um, so let's say that, I, that there are two businesses right next door together let's say you have two bagel shops right right next door to each other okay love bagels what what causes me to go to one bagel shop over the other okay the answer to that question is UPS is, is, is that USP that's what a USP is it's it's the it's whatever differentiates you from mm. your your competitors right okay so if you guys are hitting the open mics and stuff like the fact, oh, you, you know what, you know, was another example of that was no, um, finish this example. No, no, no. no well, go with the bagels. No, 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 no. Because the bagel analogy is complete. It was, it was, couldn't be more simple. There's nothing left of the bagel. So, so wait, what kind of cream cheese am I getting? Um, do they have the strawberry cream cheese or no, do they have the jalapeno cream cheese? Who? Oh, I, I'm going to the one with jalapeno cream cheese. This so everything bagel doesn't have everything on it. So you go to Laura tonight. So I've been talking to Aaron, and apparently we need to get bagels in our show. <laughs> we need to put a bagel tray out. And order UPS. No, but, like, uh, <laughs> we need to have bagels UPS to the show. That's all, weird. That's all, that's all I got out of it. <laughs> okay. Well, what, You're not far off. What I'm saying is, like, you remember going to see Dick and Lois yeah. with Denver Joe? There was something that was very special about that, right? Now, they never deliberately did it, but if you guys you guys could use that to your advantage and be like, even if you just put it in the, the, the booking billing that like, husband and wife team, Laura and, you know, Tony, you add that in. I don't think we could even stomach it You ourselves. add that into a press release or you add that into something or you put a bunch of pandering stuff oh about dude you're you making me think about of, what we do you throw a bunch of couple stuff into your act you know <laughs> what i mean like you get like like oh we only do this song when laura says it's okay you know not that cheesy but you know what i mean like throw i want to throw some throw some kitschy stuff into the act and i'll bet you the people will eat it up like meatloaf dude they will fucking gobble they will <laughs> gobble it up like f- f- fucking funnel cake at the state fair man i'll tell you why we're not going to do that <laughs> <laughs> uh 
we, we, we only do things that seem natural to us. And that wouldn't be it. Well, so just incorporate some of your natural. Uh, okay, here's a good example. Remember at your wedding when um, you guys were doing your vows and uh, I said I did the till death do you do, do us part part of the ceremony. Oh, I yeah. keep forgetting that I was the minister in your wedding. Yeah, but um, I, married I was like I was like until um, until the day I die or something like mm-hmm. that. And then you just go or, you know, you die. <laughs> you know, whichever yeah, thanks, comes first. Yeah, thanks for the reminder. But it's true. <laughs> but it's true. And Laura's looking at you like, oh, my God. That was the funniest natural moment in the world. I'm just saying, let people into that already existing dynamic between the two of you. And Until the day you die. Until the day I die. Or you. Or you die. I mean, whichever comes first. Whichever comes first. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, I remember that. It was so good. I was doubled over fucking laughing at that part, dude. I was nervous. <laughs> and she laughed because it was that funny. You know what I mean? Like, oh, thank God. There, there, but if you let if you let people into the dynamic of your relationship, they eat it up, man. People, people love love, man. They well, love whoever's listening to this. If you're interested in that dynamic for me and Laura, come check us out. Come see Laura's. Bring the wife. Bring the wife. We'll play the song from the jerk, which okay. is actually on the list. We didn't do it though. Oh God, dude! If you do that, and, and if you start doing, are you guys doing "In Spite of Ourselves" by John Prine yet? No, that's not on the list. Oh, dude, that's another one. I got you, we're, babe. We're, 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 Throw we're, I got you, babe, into no, it. No, we're doing stagger songs, so they're all real sad bastard about not liking oh, each I'm other. Oh, I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm saying throw in a little of the pandering as well. Oh. oh you know what Teddy Pendergrass used to do? Teddy Pendergrass, um, he, uh, uh, Shep Gordon got him started doing this. Teddy Pendergrass would do shows for women only. Like he would bill shows as like for women only, and dude, they would sell out every night, and it was like because Teddy Pendergrass was doing all love making songs, right? So he would he would bill shows for women only, and sure as shit, nothing but women just in there going to see Teddy Pendergrass with his shirt open, singing love songs. Oh, like, man. dude, yeah. I'm getting hot just thinking about it's it. Right? So what I'm saying is you can do this whole, like, like it's couples night or bring the wife. I will. Or uh, or Laura just like, bring the husband. Dirk, 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 clunk, clunk. I don't think so. Popcorn, popcorn, crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> that's, uh, well, that's why we won't make it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't ever let me manage your band. Ever. <laughs> ever. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> See what you ought to do. That'll be 15%, please. <laughs> um, oh, man. Okay. Uh, oh, what else happened this weekend? You know what else happened this weekend? I counted my blessings that I was not bartending for UMS. Well, there's a lot of people around the people who listen to this who doesn't know what UMS is. Oh, okay. So the UMS is the Underground Music Showcase here in Denver, Colorado, where every year uh, a bunch of the bars up and down Broadway host live music. It's actually a lot of fun to go to. It's a lot of fun to play. And in past years, it has been super fun to bartend. But like anything in that business, it does have a shelf life. And I certainly had my fill of bartending UMS, like, like, okay, working at Three Kings, super fun job. One of the most fun jobs I've ever had in my life, right? 
you and and it, it was what was fun about it is it was this like nasty crazy rock and roll bar with carpet on the floor that was all gnarly and and fucked up and just lunatics and and it, the place was I used to call it the asylum man like it was just such a wild and crazy circus to work in one of the most fun times of my life but on UMS it gets turned up even more and the place is packed to the gills with wasted weekend warriors like yeah. you know people the, the people really, that I thought don't it was a lot of fun i mean it, it it is a lot of fun but i'm talking sweat dripping from the ceiling like people that are blind that. vomiting drunk you know just like not us 50 ba- i know dude and this when we played ums we were drinking a lot a lot and then there's like the sweltering heat and just everybody has drugs everywhere and there's fights and it just and there's 50 bands a day in every club up and down broadway like you can't go anywhere without or, or even even outside of the official venues, there's bands playing like on the back of trucks and stuff. It's like <laughs> it's like right. Denver's own little mini South by Southwest. And I'm sure yep. there are many people in Austin who will attest that they got burnt out on bartending South by Southwest. It's just so much, you know. Also, I mean? this, at the same time, though, people who are working there currently, they're like, "That's vacation money. That's moving oh, yeah. money. That's that's." The next car I'm getting is from working UMS or working see, South by. See, you would think you'd be surprised, oh, Tony. No, I wouldn't fucking be surprised, Aaron. See, what, what, I don't uh, know my threshold for how surprised <laughs> I can be, Aaron. You know, oh, oh, you know my threshold for surprise. Um, no, it, go ahead, fucking surprise me. Well, here's the thing: is you're doing such a, you do make money. Are you standing in lava? You do. Ma- <laughs> that would have surprised me. You do make money. Okay. Is the money blue? No, the that money surprised me too. <laughs> yes, the money is blue, Tony. Whoa, really? No, you you oh, man, my money you do you do make money, but I dare say that the labor to payout ratio is yeah, not what you'd think it would be. Right. Because you the volume is so high of this there's so many people, you have to have six people, people behind the bar. At least. Yeah. But, and that's just behind the bar. Plus, you know, you've got four guys on the floor and you've got extra security. Extra. extra yeah. Extra, and it's just extra everything. It's crazy. And it's a shitload of money and it's great. But it's it's also like the level of just intensity and stress from the people that are coming in that you're dealing with all day for the, the whole four day event is it is psychologically taxing. And then you're going home at four in the morning, sleeping for a few hours while you're still hyped up on adrenaline and shit, you know, trying to get a few hours of sleep and then going and opening the bar in the morning and doing it all again. Yep. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, it is an exhausting process, but it See, is also why, a, that's why Laura's at work right now because Alyssa did UMS all. Oh, and she just needed to She's decompress. Like, Can you please work a double for me so I could just, Die on Monday. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. I'm sure Lissa's been getting her just getting her ass kicked for four days straight. So make sure that if you go to any festival events like this, or you 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 decide to go to something like UMS or Westward Music Showcase or South by Southwest, scratch or, the scratch the bingo square. 
And tip your bartender. And tip your bartender. Seriously, take care of your bar staff. It, it is it is a lot of fun, and they are working at the biggest party of the year. But man, they're working really hard. So um, we are in the right smack dab in the middle smack dab in the middle of festival season. So those of you who are going to music festivals and showcases all over the world, make sure you take care of your bartender. Even our friends in Europe, where uh, where it's not customary to tip the bartender, tip the bartender. Toss them, yeah. toss them a couple euros, e- even, man. Even if they give you a really weird look for doing it. Yeah, even even if they they are insulted by it, they'll still take the euros. I'll bet. Do you think they? I don't know. We we got some money thrown <laughs> back at us sometimes. I've never had it properly explained to me, like what the customs are for tipping in Germany. So hey, our friends out in Germany. Or anywhere uh, there, really. Or anywhere in the world. Uh, preferably someone who's a service industry worker, like not in America. Yeah, not in America. It over 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 in Europe. Explain to us what what happens in your mind when someone tries to tip you. Yeah. Because we weren't we really weren't sure what to do. We looked like someone's just like grinning idiot it's cousin. Eighteen like year old trying to go in the bar for the first time. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Is this enough? Or in their case, some eleven year old trying to go into the bar yeah. for the first well, time. Well let us know. And yeah. uh, let's take a break and go to the news. What do you yeah, think? let's take a break and uh, do some news. Bam we're back. Okay. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I just sometimes I just you just don't want to say okay or you don't want to say and we're back. I know I don't, and now I'm super self conscious. And now you're going well, and also, and Sarah can't stand this, but I really like to make silly voices, and part of the way I practice making silly voices is sometimes I'll just make noises with my with my body you know just sit there and see oh that's an interesting sound that i just got out of my body like i'll just sit there just staring into space just going you know I told Sarah I was. The visual is much better. I told Sarah that I was one of those kids, like because I used to make radio shows, like we're doing now. Yeah. And I also was one of those kids that would just stand in front of the mirror, and just practice making faces and and doing impersonations of people. And well, you, like you do a fine job. Well, um, it's it's not so great when you're. When you live in a space with me, um, <laughs> I bet like when not. you sleep in the same bed with me, that's not so great. It wasn't so bad when you can shut your door Mm-mm. and live together. But let's talk about the okay, news. Let's talk about news. Cue news music. Whoa. All right. Um, so, big piece of news. Oh, not a big piece of news, but just like kind of a little nugget of information. Speaking of UMS, I went and had breakfast with uh, Brad and Jenny Smalling from Evergroove Studio. Evergroove Studio, by the way, greatest. Studio on the entire planet Earth, Solar Powered Studio, our favorite place to record. It's where we're working on uh, all our stuff right now, and we uh, sat down and did a timeline and uh, and got some numbers together for what it's going to cost and what the projected timeline is going to be for us to get those uh, those that hundred song goal of ours knocked down. And after um, after the meeting, I, I'm thinking we're my 
you have to stretch that timeline out to <laughs> 10 years because of how much it's going to cost. But we are moving forward and uh, we've got we're already talking about getting in there a few times a year to to just record as much as we possibly can. And we're really excited about that. Uh, so, yeah, it was soon. it was fun sitting there talking with uh, Brad and Jenny. We're going into the studio to do another 10 songs on August 31st, September 1st, and September 2nd. Uh-huh. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. And we got a bunch of shows. Got a ton of shows coming up. So during the daytime of August 18th, we're going to be playing New Worst Fest in Fort Collins, Colorado. That's going to be at Music City Hot Chicken. Zach just told me about a great, great fishing spot right off of I-25, right before Fort Collins. Really? Really. Should we get up super early and go fishing? Possibly. This just in, Tony and I are going to take a fishing trip right before New Worst Fest and make sure we get good and sunburned yeah. before going on stage at Herman's Hideaway that night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Double whammy. <laughs> yeah. So we're going we're gonna to be doing a double header plus fishing on August 18th. Um, shout out to Electric Eel Shock. Yeah, shout out to Electric Eel Shock. That's a band we really need to go on tour with because we can we could just fish every day and play shows every night, and they could teach us Japanese and teach me to fish. They could teach you to fish. He's a professional fisherman. He's a professional fisherman? Look on the albums. They're sponsored by fishing companies. Are they really? Yeah, on the albums. That's badass. Yeah. Man, I love that band. I learn more and more about that band all the time, and it just makes me love them more. Electric Eel Shock. Yeah, they're Check cool. Check them out. They're cool as hell. Uh, in fact, maybe we'll do them as the one for the homies this week. Oh, that's a yeah. good idea. I'm going to do an Electric Eel Shock, shock song later. Uh, Goodbye, other band. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll get, get you, we'll get you next time. Uh, yeah, we're going to do an Electric Eel Shock song. Um, so Is August 18th, your, we're doing your, new. Your new, mind uh, favorite number nine. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes, that's and, the song. And, and if you are listening to this, when we get to the homie section and play Electric Eel Shock and play this song, make sure that you look up the video for yeah, it. Yeah, look up the video for it because the lyrics are great. We'll put a link to it in the um, in the description. All right. Um, so, yeah, New Worst Fest, August 18th in Fort Collins during the day at Music City Hot Chicken. We're going to be doing an earlier set in the middle of the day. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Really excited about that. Uh, all the proceeds go to benefit Neighbor to Neighbor, um, which is a charity up there in Fort Collins. We're really excited about that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, details and lineup still yet to come. And then that night we're going to be playing with the Dio Disciples, which is the only um, Dio tribute band uh, assembled and managed by Dio's wife, Wendy Dio. Um, it's it's going to be pretty badass. I hear, I'm just going to read the press release to you. Uh, featuring mega rock stars managed by the late and great Ronnie James Dio spouse, Wendy Dio. Dio Disciples features Ronnie James Dio's bandmates and friends and is comprised of Tim Ripper Owens, Judas Priest, and Joe Retta of Sweet, guitarist Craig Goldie from Dio, bassist Bjorn Anglin, uh, who plays bass for Ingbe Malmsteen, keyboardist Scott Warren from Dio, Heaven and Hell, and uh, drummer Simon Wright from Dio, ACDC, and UFO. I love all those bands. Um... Yeah, come celebrate the only band that Wendy Dio backs. VIP meet and greet and tables available. Meet and greet is free to every free, single yeah. person through the door. That is, yeah. So you, that's like the coolest part about that is that the meet this all star lineup for free after our show. Yeah, uh, actually, it's 
it's before? I think it's before. No shit. Yeah, eighteen plus with ID, seven p.m. doors, eight p.m. show. I'll tell you what, Slayer's not doing a meet and greet, and if they are, I'll bet it costs like fucking a thousand dollars to go to it. I know. I'm pretty sure it costs about three fifty to go to Ace Freely's. Yeah. That it costs 500 to get Ace Freely to sign your guitar, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But these guys are going to do it for free. We will definitely be there for the meet and greet. Um, t- uh, there are table packages available. They include general admission, wait staff, a round of drinks, of well wine or draft, uh, table for four or six, limited front row tables. Uh, front row ta- tables are available. So do not wait. Uh, yeah. So, man. We're really excited for this show. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. We have tickets available for the show at a discounted price. We've got them for 17 bucks on our website. Go to mfruckus.com. 25, 25 day of show, right? Yeah, 25 day of show. So go to our website, mfruckus.com. That's at Herman's Hideaway in Denver, Colorado on August 18th. Starts at 7 o'clock. Go to mfruckus.com. Uh, scroll down to the show section. It'll be uh, one of the top two shows on our listing. And uh, click on on the the blue button down at the bottom yeah yeah and then after that and then after that oh we're going man, on tour we're going on tour the motherfucking staggers family vacation tour i'm so excited yeah i can't wait for that i saw some of your guys' ideas for a t-shirt for the tour oh he sent you some no no you oh, guys rolled, the well, ideas. What, what yeah. you guys showed big back and we're forth. going with a uh we're going with a vacation theme right but she, instead of a truckster, it's supposed to be the van or some shit. So the 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 gal who's doing it was was like, okay, I need to know a little bit more about the personality of the band. Like, who's driving? Who's napping in the back? Who or who's napping? Who's hanging off the back? Who's doing what? Da 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 da. Yeah. And I named off every single person, and I was like, Tiny is crammed in an uncomfortable spot. Shrek is driving. Um, Logan and my brother are asleep in the back of the van because together uh, together because <laughs> Ty can't come with us on this trip. Yeah, because Ty's going to be at his brother-in-law's wedding. Congratulations, Mr. Krosky. Congratulations on getting married. That's going to be super fun. But uh, my baby brother, Brian's going to come with us and play drums, and he's super excited about that. Oh, shit. I think I'm supposed to ha- hang out with him after practice tonight. To- tonight you're going to go hang out with him? It might be. Cool. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, so we're heading up to the Pacific Northwest, MF Ruckus and the Blind Staggers. We're going to be at Grainy's in Boise, Idaho on Tuesday, September 18th. We're going to be at Dante's in Portland with our buddies, My New Vice. Can't wait for that. And that's I when- really wish we could shoot the video for Acropolis now. I know. I thought about that. I thought about that too, but without Ty there, we can't do it. I know. Yeah. We will, we will not do it without Ty is what I meant to say. Um, yeah. Uh, motherfucking ruckus with blind staggers and my new vice in Portland at Dante's on Wednesday, September 19th. Uh, then the next night we are in Bremerton, Washington. That's Thursday, September 20th at the high fidelity lounge in Bremerton, Washington. Uh, support lineup to be announced. Uh, then we're playing the next night at Tony V's Garage in Everett, Washington. Fucking love Tony V's. Oh, yeah. We're playing with Moto Geist, which is some of the dudes from uh, All Bets on Death. Word? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Zach and Mikey Highlife from nice. All Bets on Death. It's uh, kind of the continuation of that band. Um, it's basically what Damage Plan was to Pantera. Yeah. You know, it's it's the continuation of their work. And I'm seeing the commentary come up, and I'm not excited anymore. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, then the next night, Saturday, September 22nd, we're going to be doing the Splatterhouse Ruckus 2 with Big John Bates. 
Um, uh, Drag Strip Riot, Hard Money Saints, The Lucitones, Stoned Evergreen Travelers, and more. That's going to be at Slim's Last Chance. It's an all-day event. Make sure to come out for that. Good chili. Uh, oh, great chili. The only place uh, outside of the Southwest I've had good green chili, too. Well, the American chili is good, too. Yeah, oh, no, they're, yeah, Texas. Their, their Texas chili is great. I'll take that over the green chili they got. Yeah. It's, it's, it, when you're on tour and you're away from it and you really want it, it's good to have, though. It, it's solid green chili. Right. But, but the, the Texas te- chili is better to go with. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Um, then the next night, we're going to be in Bellingham, Washington. That's Sunday, September 23rd, and I just realized I've got that incorrect on the, uh, on the website. So... Whoops. Uh, hopefully I'll have this fixed by the time we release it. Um, yeah, so Bellingham, Washington, Sunday, September 22nd. That's going to be at Bosco's in Bellingham, Washington. And Bosco. Uh, I'm George, really excited about that Costanza's tour. George Costanza's password. No, it's Bosco. What Bosco is? Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder if that's why they named their bar that. Um, and then coming up on Tuesday, October 9th, we're back in Denver with Most Generator, Throttle Bomb, and Smolder and Burn. This is going to be a burner of a show, man. It's going to be really, no really good. Yeah, no, it's going to be, it's going to be in it. It's going to generate a ruckus and throttle your bombs with smoldering, burning. But it's going to be sick. Yeah, and the jokes will probably be a lot better by that yeah. time. <laughs> uh, I fucking hope so. Yeah, yeah, so that's all the shows we got coming up. That's all good for news. Hey, that's all we got uh, for news for now. All right. That didn't work for shit. Yeah, it did. It was in our headphones. Oh. (laughs) All right. There we go. We got the slate. Okay. So, Tony Tony caught me off guard last week. Dropping microphones. Man, we're bad at this. It's our professional setup. Yeah, We're, okay. Now those now you can't see this, but Tony and I are like leaning across the bar, sharing a pair of earbuds with our lavalier mics held up, pinched between our fingers, like we're fucking Bob Barker. <laughs> yeah, but you can't play with it, and there's no clips. Like, yeah, we're like in smooching distance of each other, like trying to do this commentary section. So Tony caught me kind of off guard last week. And forced me to relive um, an era of my life which which haunts me a little bit because it is it is the era in in which I wrote some really just embarrassingly goofy songs. But, and to be true, to be perfectly honest, those songs are a lot of fun. And I and I do re- I do remember that time fondly. I had a really good time doing it. But uh, we, we did a very old fourth year freshman song last week. So this week, I've decided to embarrass the shit out of Tony um, with his least favorite song from his past, which is still better than any of my least favorite songs from my past because you know this this was road cruise like we have to have a ballad (laughs) you guys had to have a ballad was that like something you actually discussed at a band meeting or something absolutely (laughs) yeah you see how bad it is all right i am so what song is why don't you why don't you set this up for us what's the name of the song 
Oh, the name of the song is called I'll Never Be the Same. Or my, it might just be called Never Be the Same, too. Mm. And I think it got released on this EP we did called While the Cat's Away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It was all on burn CDs and, like, the plastic with the... You print it out from fucking Kinko's, and then you cut it up yourself and stuff it into the little plastic bullshit. Okay, oh, so man. You, you know you know when you and, see... And, and, this, and this song, I think, was recorded, like, in the basement. Um, I... I don't know if it was at my house, but I, the, I think the piano was recorded at Gunner's house. We brought like some mobile recording thing over there because he had a grand piano in his living room, mm-hmm. and so I played piano for the fucking song because it needed. You played a piano. the piano on this? Yeah, yeah. See, dude, it's better than any. It, like no one in my band ever knew how to play piano. It's not very good. And it's, then, I, and then I think, I, I think Laura might be on this version. She's on some version of it. I think we might yeah. have recorded it twice. I don't know why the fuck we would record this thing twice either. <laughs> um, so, okay. So you oh guys, you guys are. This is the first time I'll be hearing it in at least a decade, too. Oh, man. I, I can't wait to hear it all the way through because I've never heard this song. So That's why you, that's why you like my band. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's listen to it. I think that might be a 12 string guitar that I borrowed. That has got to be a 12-string guitar. Oh, my God. Why would be big? Dude, it's like your, your Can't You See. That's exactly where I got it from. I wonder what the words are. I've never paid attention to it. Something. Living like a good boy, out of. Damn, I, I, bet, I bet you actually like this song. Watching on the girls pass by. I remember a lot more about the song now. Like, what are you remembering? Nothing. Is it something you're going to have to tell me off mic? Yeah. Cool. It's not about me either. That's why I'm not saying it. Oh, is it about Damien's first love? That guy Frank he met at camp? (laughs) No. No, it's not about Frank. I do remember the song now. Disappear. So on it. Maybe she comes in the second verse. She should be right there. And mind you, like, I'm maybe 17 or 16 or something. So, so you and Laura have just started dating, right? We just met. And you still play guitar like that? Fuck you, Tony. God damn it. Kenny Wayne Shepherd bullshit. Who cares, dude? Listen to that guitar. God, you're such an asshole. Well, I'm 14-year-old Tony. I play like Kenny Wayne Shepherd and I'm embarrassed about it. We should cover this. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> it's a good song. I bet you like this song. Your floor's on it though. I hurt you, Damien. 
Who hurt you? Yeah, I think it's recorded. Like everybody took a week off, but I was the only one in high school. So I think it was during the summer break or something like that. Is is this back when you loaded on Boone's farm a lot? Is this back when you guys did press photos where you were wearing sunglasses and had slick back hair and like were standing against a brick wall with the with the rolled up dicky sleeves? One one of us on the train tracks, you know, we're squatting down (laughs) and I'm wearing a white beater and my studded belt. Everybody's hair was all done to the best they could have done it. This next song's called Born to Lose. And the EP was called When the Cat's Away. While the Cat's Away. While the Cat's Not Away. Is, is that a reference to your parents? <laughs> <laughs> when mom and dad are home, we're going to drink Joe Cola and stay up all night. <laughs> you 14 year old piece of shit. Or no, you were 16 when you guys did this, you're saying? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, that's not quite as impressive. I mean, a 16-year-old, you can play guitar like that. That's really nothing. I plateaued at 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds very similar to the way you play now. Oh, I know. Yeah, I haven't gotten any better. <laughs> I just got really good really early on and then coasted on that. Yep. <laughs> you got it, bud. I do got it, don't I? You got it. So Laura's not on this one. It was in Stefan Bentler's basement, drummer from Secret Agent Bill. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's recorded. At least one of these versions. Is there a piano outro? I bet. I can just imagine Damien singing this too. Just like you should see his face. Just like his eyes closed. Just like just feeling it. You can hear it in his voice. He's feeling it. Oh, good. It's over. No Layla outro. There, I think in the second version there is <laughs> like more of something like that. Yeah, for sure. It's like the piano like rolls on by itself and goes on. Tony, I don't think you should be embarrassed about that. Like if if I was producing, <laughs> you know what? I, actually, the, the the way it sounds after fifteen years or whatever of of not hearing it and hearing it just like that, it's not nearly as bad. But when I think about like the haircut that I had and like the way the room looked in which we recorded that, the way we set up the room, <laughs> dude, <laughs> the go, going going to Gunner's house and like him just holding a mic like in his piano and be like, well, "What do I got to do?" Is like just hold it for like four minutes. Tony, when I was sixteen, we legitimately sucked. Like, there's no way there's no way around it. Like, the only reason people came to see us play is because Jerry was, got naked. Well, Jerry wasn't in the band when I was 16. Oh. Well, dude, when I was when I was 16, like really the only way, reason anyone came to see us was cuz we were in high school and it was like easy the, to promote. It, well, and it was the party. It was where everybody went to, you right. know what I mean? Right. Like like our first show was at our, our youth group, you know what I mean? And we sucked. Man, we were bad. We were bad, 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 bad. You guys <laughs> We're legitimately like a good band. 
when you were 16 years old. Like you were, you were writing, albeit some of them were corny songs for 16 year olds. I mean, well, I I was the only 16 year old. I mean, everybody else was. Your brother's not that much older than you are. He's my age, right? He's six years older than I am. He's six years older. So your brother was 22 at the time that something something like that. I suck at math. Um, Yeah, he was 22. So that means like you guys were in your teens and 20s writing songs like fucking 40 year old classic rock dudes. Classic rock Byron dudes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We should get in touch with Byron and Randy, see how they're doing. I miss those guys. Hey, you know, you know, you know what's a real good band, man, is that road crew band. But only that song never be the same, man. Kind of reminds me of uh, my wife. You know, my f- my second wife, of course. Man, there there's this band that like lived down the street from me. You know what I mean? Like, man, uh, 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 old old Dave Wilburn's kids. He's got that <laughs> band called Road Crew, man. I, I don't know, man. For for a bunch of kids, they're pretty good. You know, a bunch of kids these days are all into that. Fucking that that punker crap. That punker, you know, where they're all disrespectful. And these guys, you know, they're down there. Sure, they, you know, they drink a little beer and they smoke cigarettes and stuff. And I, you know, I don't approve of that to young kids. But it's kind of loud on weekdays. But you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, that's how I got started. You know what I mean? Not turned out fine. You know, you got to learn how to party. You got to learn how to hang out with the guys. And, you know, right. they, they're supervising them whatnot. Right. But man, they play some good all stuff. Right. All right. Are you have have you had enough? I haven't had enough to what? That's it. You will have enough. <laughs> anyway, so that is um, just like you. <laughs> that is "I'll Never Be the Same" by Road Crew. Tony's Tony's <sighs> old band from Chicago. Yeah, man, Road Crew is awesome. I do want to do a bunch of those songs again. That's some good songs. You guys there. should do a Road Crew re- reunion. We've been saying that for a long time. Yeah, you should. It, it would be pretty easy if if we can just get Randy over here. Really, it would be pretty. Or rad. Randy over to Chicago. I would be all about a road crew reunion. That'd be awesome. I think that would be that. That's going to be one of my birthday parties. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm going to throw a birthday party for myself and set up a road crew reunion, and it's going to be a, a bash. Dude, if you did a road crew reunion in Chicago, I would fly out for it. I think you would too. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if you want to find that song, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, no shit. I had to get it from you. Who got it? You got it from Laura's cousin. Yeah, I got it from Adam Zelinsky. So. <laughs> It, that's one of those things that it's like nowhere you can find it. Can't find it anywhere. Because we were, thank God, we were playing in bands before you could easily access shit on the internet necessarily. Yeah, it was passed around by CD only. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. All right, uh, let's um, let's move on to some shout outs and some homie stuff, shall we? Yeah. All right, we're going to give a quick shout-out real quick to all the people who make this happen. Evergroove Studio in Evergreen, Colorado. State-of-the-art, solar-powered, badass recording studio uh, right in the heart of the Rocky Mountains in Evergreen, Colorado. It's a beautiful place, fun place to work, and Brad is like really good at his job, and the Ethans are really good at their job, and Jenny is really good at her job, and it's just a great place to go make a record. Go. Beautiful place, beautiful people. That's right. Mutiny Information Cafe. This is, of course, a mutiny transmission. Mutiny Transmissions is a media division, media service division of Mutiny Information Cafe. Two South Broadway in Denver, Colorado. Record store, coffee shop, pinball palace, live event center. Uh, Vinny Fasano just launched his... What's it called? The Stillbirth of Cool. The Stillbirth of Cool. That's such a fucking funny name. 
Um, yeah, so shout out to Vincent Cheap for dropping that project. I really want to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, just a fantastic place, like a, a cultural mecca in in the heart of Denver. Yeah. Um, Rocket Space Rehearsal Studios, where we're heading to now. That's the official rehearsal we're space. We're late. Yeah, we're running late. Double shout out to Matula Plumbing. Matula! Matula! Because we forgot to give Jerry a shout out last week. Fucking dare we, man. Yeah, we're disgusting, awful people. Um, The Nug Nation, check out episodes of The Nug Nation at nugnation.com. It's stop motion, animation, adventure, comedy, funny, good times, (sighs) uh, featuring characters made of real, no bullshit weed. Uh, yeah, super fun. Kept in a humidifier and everything. Yeah, a humidor. A humidor. A humidor, like oh. like cigars, like fine Cuban that's cigars. Even, that's even fancier. The 39 people who back us on Patreon.com slash MFRuckus. Our buddy Gene Skibbins producing this thing. We love you, buddy. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah. And while we're giving shout-outs, this week's One for the Homies segment goes out to our buddies in Electric Eel Shock. Um, yeah. This, dude... Badass three-piece rock and roll band from Japan. We played with them in Germany at the Immerheim in Immerheim. in uh, in Würzburg, Germany. Würzburg. Shout out to Bert. Uh, man, what a super fun show! And at the very end of this episode, I'm going to throw on audio of of my dad wasted in in Würzburg. In fact, I think the track just says "Dad wasted in in Würzburg." Um, it's <laughs> oh. going gonna be super funny. Uh, but yeah, so this one for the homies shout out this week goes out to um, our buddies in Electric Eel Shock. Make sure you look up the video for this. Right. After, after it's called My Favorite Number Nine. Yeah. And we're going to close the show with this song because it, it it's really, so good. It stands But alone. really check out the video because it's even better. Look it up on YouTube. Electric Eel Shock. Hello, guys. Yeah. Teach me how to fish. Yeah, let's go fishing, guys. Um, I can't. They're the only band that I know of that is sponsored by various fishing companies. So cool. So cool. Anyway, it's been a great show, guys. Yeah, well, it's good uh, to see you, Aaron. Yeah, it's good to see you too, Tone. I love our. I love our little chats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and thanks to all you guys for Anything listening. Anything else you want to talk about? No, I'm good. I want to talk about getting the fuck to band practice. All right, That's let's get I'm the fuck out of here then. All right, so we're gonna close the show with my favorite number nine by Electric Eel Shock on the motherfucking podcast. Thanks for listening, guys.
It's number one. May is my favorite. Number two. Jessica is number three. And then Peggy E is number four. Sorry, I forget. Katie is number five. Ooh, Monica is number six. Daisy is number seven. And then Susan is number to a mutiny transmission you can find more podcasts videos books comics and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com or just stop in the store in denver and have a coffee sometime 